Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN. Coming up in here. Mad, frustrated, concerned, alarmed. Take your pick. It probably all applies after the Memphis Grizzlies fall last night to Portland Trailblazers. I know, I know. I know Dame's good. I know we saw Dame time last night, 42 points. Man hitting everything. You should not be losing to a Portland team at home that doesn't have Nurkic after very early on, doesn't have Jeremy Grant. My Lord, how disappointing was that, especially a fourth quarter in which the Grizzlies were outscored 38-22. to We'll break it all down. Not much time to get things figured out because the Grizzlies are right back at it tonight. Yes, second of the back-to-back. They'll be at the Cavaliers tonight. That's a 6.30 p.m game on TNT. You can listen to pregame right here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 6 o'clock. Eric Castleton be on the call again at 6.30. The Grizzlies, John, six-point underdogs with a lot to figure out. Yeah, tough tough ass tonight against that team with no Steven Adams and just your form um, and how bad you've been on the road. So, yeah, a lot to figure out, a lot of soul-surging it feels like for a, a two-seed, which is weird. Like, it's a weird um, position the Grizzlies find themselves in because they're the two seed, yet it feels like this thing is slipping away. I mean, I think that's the— Six out of seven you've dropped now. Yeah, I think that's kind of the 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 the, the, the weirdness of it. Sacramento um, trying to creep up two and a half now behind you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think there's a reason why we feel, beyond just it being six out of seven, there's a reason why we feel like the things are slipping away and that the Grizzlies, as currently constructed, may not be enough. And we'll get into that here uh, in just a moment. Drew Hill is going to join us at 1125. We'll talk to him about where the Grizzlies are, get his thoughts on the swoon, on the slide. Um, again, as you mentioned, losing to a Trailblazers team at home with no Nurkic, with no Jeremy Grant, at least for a significant portion of the game. Um, yeah, that now it's, now it's spreading. So you can no longer say it's contained to the road. Oh, you just had a bad road trip. Now it's 
it's a, it's it's proving to be far more insidious than just a bad road trip in the NBA. Um, it, it's now becoming um, a, a problem, and so we'll we'll see if we can diagnose it with uh, with Drew Hill no. at eleven twenty five. One twenty five. Jeff Hawkins is going to join us. Get his thoughts on this. Um, and everything else going on in the world as well. So that is uh, that is the show today. But yes, the Grizzlies lose again. Um, and this was really started by that Lakers loss. Um, what was it two weeks ago? Um, inside Crypto.com Arena, when they go in there and lose really for no reason um, to a listless at the time Lakers team, and it yeah. just kind of feels like things have closing out the game, Jeff. Falling apart, yeah, falling apart since then. They go down last night to the Blazers, 112-122. Damian Lillard uh, beat that ass, 42-10-8 for him. I was watching him. He did it so just smooth criminal, too. He wasn't, I didn't see a ton of trash talking. or. Yeah, he's a professional. That was, a, that was like a professional hit. You know, it was, yeah. it was clean. It was... Uh, it was he was in and out, man, because uh, he was tweeting about Devontae Adams and and Aaron Rodgers teaming back up in in Vegas about mm. an hour after that was over. So it was a hit job, and uh, it was executed pretty perfectly. Um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, you're outscored thirty eight to twenty two in the fourth quarter, um, and I think now we're at a at a place with these Grizzlies where yes, they are second in the West, but they're now thirty two and nineteen. Um, it's it, it's it's come back to earth in a very painful way for the Memphis Grizzlies, and we know you're only two and a half up now on Sacramento. So there are lots of questions. Um, trade deadlines coming up in seven days in a week. Yeah, you know how much have thoughts changed on what this team needs or must do? Right. You know, based on what it's done in these past yeah. six or seven. And and, and if it certainly has. And if and if that if that possible solution is worth what you would have to give up as well. You know that's right, right. that's another right. consideration to to talk You're about. Ready to come up off three first rounders for somebody. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, look in terms of the current team, uh, they clearly, clearly, miss Stephen Adams. I think his his impact on this team is probably underappreciated. Um, he's going out, and they can't win. It seems like um, they were down nineteen to Indiana uh, on Sunday. So even even then, the form has just been really really bad, um, and yeah, you talk about half court, half court offense executing down the stretch. The shooting is killing them right now. And twenty four percent last night, um, absolutely killed you. Nine of thirty seven. I think you go one of seven in the fourth. Yep. A lot of air balls. Yep. You know, Danny Green comes back. I think goes one of four. Uh, but unable, and, and and you didn't expect him to right off to be a guy that's going to pull you out of that in terms mm-hmm. of the three point shoot. Not a great night from Bain uh, out there, two of seven. So so the things you know that have haunted you all season, shooting, half court offense, come back to bite you. And especially when you pull a Stephen Adams out of it. I, I think the thing that disturbed me most about last night's loss is there was an opportunity. I I, I can't remember where it was third or fourth quarter, but I know that Nurkic is out of that game at that point, and Jeremy Grant is out of that game at that point. And there's a there there is a switch. It's a uh, John Jaron are playing a two man game. Game okay, great. This is what they need to be doing. Force finding a way to force feed Jaron. Uh, I think he's got Watford on him. He get he gets caught up in a they get him in a switch, and all of a sudden Johnny's got Anthony Simons on him in the paint. I think they managed to switch over, and it's Josh Hart, 
And instead of getting that ball into Jaron, who who inside has been fantastic this season, Ja takes a three. And again, as good as Ja was, it's those kinds of things right now that when you are without Steven Adams and you're shooting it as poorly as you are, the thing that you could be hitting, Brad, the the strength. Jaron Jackson inside on a mismatch, got a guard on him. You don't even hit, you shoot another three. And so it's 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 low IQ basketball right now. And listen, Ja's playing at a high level, but there are nuances to this. And in a game where your team is not shooting it well from three, Jaron's capable of dominating inside because their bigs are out, you have got to take advantage of that. That's simple one-on-one basketball. And it's on Taylor Jenkins to make them understand that. What are we talking about here? 14 shots last night for Jaron? It should have been 20. Period. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's, it's the simple things that aren't being done. Uh, we can point to what the flaws of this team are, but they've they've been that half court three point shooting that comes back and kills you. But when you've got an opportunity to take advantage of something, kill a team inside and you don't, you know, you just sit back and, and jack threes. You know, it's part of the reason you're 15 and 16. What is it, 15 and 16 against the West? Mm-hmm. You're the only team in the top 10. Let me pull up the standings and make sure of this. You're the only team in the top 10 with a losing record versus the West. So, so as close as things look as you are to Denver, it's three games now you're between, but points per game, now defensively what you're giving up about this, right? There's a huge difference. Denver's 26-10 and 10 against the West. The teams they're going to see in the playoffs, you're 15-16. and 16. Yep. And again, at a, at a, this was supposed to look better last night because, again, remember, oh, when they're at home, things change. Everybody's better. Well, last night you're, you're losing at home and, and doing the things you haven't done, especially here of late. You can't close in the fourth quarter. You're not doing the simple stuff. Exactly. Where you at, Taylor? I mean, that, that's, that, that, that's, you got to shake it up mm-hmm. because, because, again, it's not happening. If your best player's involved in it, not get that ball to Jaron. There, there's got to be a complete shakeup. I realize, and I was listening to Taylor afterwards, they haven't practiced a ton here of late because of the road and because of the ice back here. They've talked about it. only had a couple of shoot-arounds, everything else. But but this is you – don't, you don't need a practice or anything else to say, I got a, I got a mismatch inside, I got a unicorn in there. He's got freaking Anthony Simons on him, get him the ball. Every team in the league is dealing with that, by the way. I mean, the Pistons have been stuck in Dallas since Monday. So every every team in the league is dealing with something. The no practice, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, 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 come on, how much practice? Well, I think are that we was part here? of the answer to why they failed in closing out games here. That's what he offered, but I don't, I don't. I'm, I, I'm that's fair. Yeah, I'm not buying that. I mean, come on, we're talking about professional basketball players. Um, yeah, I think it, it just calls into question. You know, is what the Grizzlies have enough? Is it enough to to achieve what you know we thought a month ago? Quite frankly, uh, they could. Which is go to the Western Conference Finals, which is you know maybe maybe go to the finals. Um, they 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 just look like such a different team without Stephen Adams to me. And I know that's not the only thing, but he it, it probably just accentuated how much he was doing for them with the offensive rebounding and how much he kind of hid their well, especially in the half court when he's getting used yeah. second and third and fourth chance opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Makes it look a lot better. But Can change a game, to be honest with you. But yes. But I, this team's won without Steven Adams they have. four to close out games you were doing in the playoffs last season. Yeah. Um but he shouldn't mean this much, and especially when there are adjustments that are right mm-hmm. there in front of your eyes that you can make. I mean it should be force feed time to Jaron Jackson right now with Steven out. Yeah, so so the question really becomes do you pay the Piper or 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 do you stand pat with what you have? I mean, that's really what it's going to boil down to, and you've got a week to to figure it out. I, I was listening to the Chris Haynes podcast with Mark Stein today, and he mentioned 
you know, OG Ananobi, who was the number one, um, you know, trade piece at the deadline here for the Raptors. Um, he mentioned that the Pelicans and the Grizzlies are trying to keep OG away from each other. Um, and so it's kind of maybe become a little bit of a bidding war. We saw the report yesterday of three first-rounders by the Knicks, potentially. Uh, just to kind of keep this in perspective here on OG, because I think it's important, Drew Holiday in 2020 only got uh, two first-rounders and and two pick swaps. And there's no doubt that Drew, Hill, Drew Holiday is a better player than OG Ananobi. So I think it's important that we – I, I'm willing to trade for OG Ananobi, right, yeah. but I'm not going to mortgage my future on him. Um, and that might mean that the Grizzlies don't accomplish what we hoped they would accomplish this season. Um, but that's a reality that you're going to have to live with and evaluate in the summer, in the draft, at the draft. You know, I mean, in terms of the urgency of this thing, that to me is where... I, it, it's really going to depend on price for me mm-hmm. with OG. And that's, you know, because I don't think he is this guy that comes in and he's a good player and he's going to improve the shooting and he's going to be a good defender and everything like that. But I don't think when you t- think about, okay, what I'm going to have to give up to get him, um, is it really going to put the Grizzlies over acquiring OG Ananobi? And I'm, I'm less sure of that. I don't see him as a magic bullet. Well, you've 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 seen that. You were asking me last week. Well, who'd be the other bidders for OG and Anobi? Like, why would the Grizz have to go high? And you see, they're they're out there, and and so you, that that becomes the question. You gonna pay three first rounders for him because it looks like somebody might be willing to. Now, the Knicks weren't willing to do that for for Donovan, but are now. To your point about how jacked up this has gotten, my my point would be this on this to to to, to piggyback off your point here. I'd rather do the smaller things. Mm-hmm. Than, than push all the way in right now. Because like I talked about, there are some common sense things that you can fix right now. There may be some edge work, if that's a Beasley or whatever it is, in terms of something, someone that can help the shooting now. But I'd, I'd rather do that than push everything in. Mortgage, a great, a great deal. I mean, three picks, come on, three first-rounders. At this point, for OG, that's a ton. If I can get him for less than that, I'd do it. But if we're talking, trying to outbid the Knicks or... New Orleans or Phoenix or whatever it is, you're you're talking huge hauls. I, I I don't as as frustrated as as we all are right now. I don't think it's the time for that. It's 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 not time to overreact with an all in move that that in the long run could set you back, takes away a ton of your assets. Fix it around the edges. Apply the common sense adjustments that need to be applied right now, and and roll the dice from there. I mean, I, I that's where I'm at. I know that OG leads the league in steals. I know he's 25. I know that he's, you know, a, a really good young player. But I just – I like him a lot. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm ready to push that button on on him. Like, I always always sort of envisioned that move for the Grizzlies being a like a veteran, you know, maybe border on the line of star, you know. And OG's a good player. I mean, I'd put him in the good category. But I just, I just, see, I, I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I don't think I can get there. I, I don't think I can get there. If they do, if they do it, you know. Do I, you have a one, two, three that you feel good about in Ja, 
Jaron Bain, put Jaron and Bain in whatever order, if you want to make Bain two, Jaron three. Yes. That you feel about a good about the future yes. and winning a championship. So we're really talking about a four right, right now. So you're going like, to pay. Are you ready to take some superstar and shift them into that top three there? Well, that's fair. You know, I mean, because, that's, because you haven't learned yet, right, that's in fair. terms of the playoffs. That's the point. So, so back I'm to not, my, I'm not we're paying, only talking about a four. But I'm not paying four, two or three firsts for a four. That's what, I'm, I'm going with your point here. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. We're talking about a guy you're looking to play Dylan's role offensively. Yeah. And, yeah, OG could do it more efficiently offensively. Yep. Maybe even steals wise, he's gonna come in here get you more whatever else. But look what you're paying. That's exactly right. Look what you're paying to and do you, it for that fourth guy in the offense. Don't forget, by the way, you have to pay OG, and then you have to pay Desmond Bain. So I mean, I don't, I don't. Well, they're going into luxury sooner, one way or the other. With you know, whether yeah. it's getting Dylan and then Bain. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And Paris seems prepared to do that. Like you know, if you're gonna keep the core of this thing together. Seems at some point you are. I know that people want like that magic bullet. They want that wand to be waved and like, oh, go get a OG. The Grizzlies will well, never lose again. But and for it, a lot of people, the urgency has only been I don't, increased because of the way they've played the play. I think when you just sort of plot it down on a piece of paper, it's really not as much of a fit for the Grizzlies as people want it to be. Simply just because of what know. you're going to ask him to do. Right, you're gonna ask him to. It's to, what you're paying for him. I think right. it's a good fit. It, 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 I would well, argue he's it's, a great but fit. It, but it's all in the context, though. It's all. It's all about. It's, it's price. It's fit. It's yeah, role. Yeah. It's okay, you know. Yeah. It's it's all of those things. I think there are teams out there that he is a better fit for, and his role makes more sense re- relative to the cost. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm. That's where the the that's where I'm hitting my head on a wall with OG Ananobi is that he he's not better than Desmond Bain. He's 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 not gonna have a bigger role than Jaron. We know that Ja's the one. So, okay, you're gonna ask him to come in here and hit a couple timely shots, which you're, and you're gonna give up three first for that. I mean, that's why you're supposed. That's why you. That's I, where I, I'm at. Where I'm at. And it's also an admission that's, that's that, too high a price. It's also an admission, of course, that Zaire was a bust and, and a miss completely. He was supposed to sort of be this. He was supposed to be a guy that came in and, and I know it's only what year uh, year two here, but. He was supposed to come in and, 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 and in some ways do this. He has not. Um, so, yeah, I just don't uh, – in, in 2023, man, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not there. I don't feel like it's the time. I don't think the, the role is, is appropriate. I think the Grizzlies are just going to have to figure this out on their own. I do. I think they have more than enough pieces to do it. We've seen them do it. Um, I, I just think that's the better move for the current time. Uh, with this franchise, is just to figure it out, figure it out amongst yourselves. OG is not going to be a, a you know a, a, a an end all be all solution here. Um, if the price was a little bit more, you know, agreeable, and it was like one first, and you know, Zaire, and maybe even Dylan, you know, but you're talking about three first. If that's the going rate, I ain't doing it. I ain't paying it. Two, I might think about. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris Haynes did say he was not able to independently confirm the three. That it's three. Yeah, but I mean, if we're talking about a quote unquote bidding war between New Orleans and and Memphis, I mean, who knows what that could get up to? You know, I mean, how many how many picks did Gobert get? Five. Yeah, something crazy like that. I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think the Grizzlies the would, would be that crazy, but you know, I I I I would not do it for three. Maybe that makes me wrong. Maybe that makes me uh, a fool in this case. Um, but I just feel like between what the Grizzlies have right now, you get Steven Adams back. I don't think it makes you a fool at all. That's it's too high in price for a guy we like. 
Yeah, we both we we agree on that. Well, and, and it's again, too, it's like too high a price. I think our 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 and, our base view of this has also been, let's get to the postseason, and let's see then, what do the Grizzlies truly need? Now maybe this is what it's going to look like in the postseason. Maybe it's going to look just like this. They're not going to be able to execute in the fourth quarter. They're going to the half court's going to slow down, and you know maybe this is it. Maybe this is a preview of that. But I still feel like. Okay, let's let these guys earn their scars there first before we start cashing in on moves that we don't even know if we necessarily need to make. I mean, would it be a luxury? Of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think the Grizzlies are in a situation where you're sending three, three first back for a luxury. You know, a team that needs OG is a team that's going to ask him to come in and be a two or a three to me. That's going to ha- have that kind of role that justifies that kind of price. Yeah, I think that's where he's at in his career right exactly now. Exactly right. He's 25. Expecting to do more yeah. offensively. I mean, because you're paying. He's thirty-seven percent three-point shooter career-wise. Yeah, like, he, and he's he's probably he's earned that, you know, with with some team at this point. You would not be asking him to do that. Yeah, it's essentially being that Dylan role, fourth fourth in the pecking order. Yeah, and I think look again, there's going to be so many people out here that are right looking for him um, and checking for him. Out of Phoenix and Knicks and Pelicans, there were some others I saw. Yeah. Like there are other players out there that would be less expensive that I think would sort of address that. You know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm just going off of the athletics trade deadline big board. Why not Josh Hart? I like Josh Hart. I mean, I, I think he's a good player. I think he's, he's, he's less expensive. He doesn't move anything for me. If I, if, if I'm, if I, give me, I mean. Karis Levert. Now, now Karis is a, a slick killer. Yeah, he's on here. He's but he's, he'd come off your bench. What would he cost? I don't know. I can call the Cavs, see what they got. But, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I just think I think you're sort of – It's an edge work move. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because, uh, John, there's still a lot – look, Dylan Brooks can play better. Uh, I know you got to make a decision on him whether or not you're going to involve him in a trade. certainly feels, feels like that, you know, they'd like to keep him, re-sign him and everything else. But he can play better. There are clear offensive adjustments they can make. Go out and address the three-point shooting. If you what you saw from you know Danny Green last night's one game, but I don't know. You ready to trust him? You know you, you've seen what you're getting from your other guys in terms of the three-point shooting. It's absolutely killing you right now. You know the 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 lack of three-point shooting on this team and the, the guys' inability to knock down shots. So if you'd like to address that, go ahead. But again, in the end, it's about finding out what you could do with this core, and and you change everything. You change gears. I wouldn't let, you know. Again, remember the Grizzlies' record this year. We just said they're they're the they're the only team in the top ten with a losing record against the West. Mm-hmm. The the dirty little secret is, they've done this against the East. They're seventeen and three. Yeah, against the East. Yeah, uh, of the fifteen wins the Grizzlies have against the West, seven of them. Seven are against teams that are currently sitting in spots 11 or lower. So we're talking about the San Antonio's three wins, OKC two wins, Houston one, Portland one. All right, that, that's more than half of your wins there. So if you're talking about top six teams right now, I'm just, just look at the stands now, and I know it's tight. It can all change. It, it, it does every night. But if you're talking about top six teams, you only got three wins against. Yeah. That's two against Sacramento, one against Minnesota. Th- this team, right, has not – been good at all. It's it's not even middle of the pack in terms of what it's done against the West. And if you're ready to go all in, make a big move right now, I think it'd be it'd be a mistake. Agreed. 
Now, let me ask you this. All in in terms of three picks. I ain't saying there ain't a play. Like you said, you want to make sure this is clear. Oh, yeah, there's a deal. That there's not a deal for OG that I'm not taking. So, Calkins said this. uh, Danny Green, young player. Maybe that's Zaire Williams, whoever. And two firsts. Would you do that? I think I would do that. I think I would do two firsts. I'm just not doing three. Three Danny and Zaire, two firsts. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pull it on that one. I think so. But I, th- I think that's right. Three is where that's my – you've passed the Rubicon there. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing three. But anything else, I think I would – like, what, let me ask you this. Would you do Danny Green and Santi for OG? Yes. And I love Santi. Yeah. But I'd do that. I think you probably have to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a second or something. There's there. a bunch of combinations I'd accept. Yeah. It just not, none involving – Three first round draft picks for OG and OB. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Maybe it's not OG. Maybe it's a less expensive option. Maybe it's Malik Beasley. Maybe it's um, you know somebody else. But uh, you know, at, at any rate, it sets up a really fascinating trade deadline here. The Grizzlies clearly are missing something. We'll see if they decide to address it uh, at the trade deadline, which is exactly it's not two weeks away, Dylan. Just one. Yeah. Just one, my man. Just one. Saw that. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Drew Hill's going to join us. We'll talk to him, get his thoughts on the trade deadline, what the Grizzlies should or should not do. On the other side, Jason and John, 90 Turner Fam, ESPN. And the Grizzlies come away with a win. Ring it up and put the first division title on the board for your Memphis Grizzlies. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll have the pregame at 6 o'clock and the tip at 6.30 with Eric Hasseltine live from Cleveland on 92.9. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Drew Hill, superstar on TikTok, covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. 
joins us every Thursday and he joins us now. How's that TikTok fame feel, man? Feels good, doesn't it? Dude, I didn't, I had no idea, like, that anyone would find that interesting. And I don't know. I have, like, what, 200 likes, so it's not like it's a big TikTok or anything. But it's a pretty good debut, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. I guess so. My girlfriend has been, uh, she's been on me about doing the TikTok thing because she's been posting TikToks and whatnot. She's like, I'm telling you, people would care. People would listen. Uh, they, would, they would be interested in your life. And I was like, all right, I'll just do it. So I did it one day. She showed me how to do it. And then I posted another one this morning. I posted one with all the videos from when I walked around the zoo with Ja uh, to hang out with Ja Raff and all that. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that one. Yeah, well, you know, China loves the NBA. So that, that's probably where the, prime, the the majority of your likes are coming from. Man. China. Don't forget yeah, that. Well, no, that could be that could be true. That could be true. Don't forget that. I don't, don't know. You're serving your overlords in China. So when you think about that, when you're on TikTok, that's where the majority. Of, it's 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 a good beast to feed, brother. It's a good beast to feed. All right, man. The Grizz have lost six out of seven. Uh, another one last night to the Portland Trailblazers. Just kind of completely come a come apart in the fourth quarter. Um, how do you how do you draw a line between what the Grizzlies should do versus the team they've assembled, Stephen Adams being out, um, and and all the other considerations that you're making when considering whether or not you're going to make a trade? Like, how do you even assess who or what this team needs? Yeah, I'll just take you where my brain goes, I guess, because I don't even know if there's like a clear line here. Um. I think about, all right, what's going wrong right now in the present? And like, yeah, they don't have Steven Adams, but also this team's shooting really bad right now. Just like not in, in a way where they're not going to shoot this bad the rest of the season. Like you're shooting 24% from three in your last three. I mean, come on. Like you're not going to be that bad all year. That's 4% worse than anybody else in the NBA over that span. Um, Dylan Brooks, who's a career 35% three-point shooter, shooting 21% since January 1st, like really bad. I mean, you can't be that bad. Uh, Zaire Williams, not making a lot of threes either, shooting 25% on the season. So, I mean, he shot a lot better than that in the second half of last season. So I guess as I sort of look at just this current slump, I think a lot of it has to do with just shooting. I mean, it doesn't make sense, right, that the Grizzlies are the number one scoring team in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, they're 26th in the NBA in, in scoring. Um, it just doesn't make a ton of sense, right? Like that, that those things don't line up. And so I say, all right, well, it is just kind of a bad current stretch for the Memphis Grizzlies right now for reasons that are perfectly reasonable basketball reasons. Like there is shooting variance guys get hurt. Um, and so it, it, that makes sense at the same time. It does feel like they've lost a little bit of the swagger though. Hasn't it? Like it mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not quite where it was at one point. And it makes you wonder like, all right, maybe they do need to make a deal. And then when it comes to that, I'm thinking big picture. Like, I'm thinking playoffs. I'm thinking down the road. Like, do you think that this Memphis team, as currently constructed, is good enough to win an NBA championship? I think my answer might be maybe yes, but they're definitely not at the top tier of teams. Um, And so can you get to the top tier of teams by making a deal at the trade deadline? I think that's kind of what you have to ask yourself. But you almost have to somewhat remove this, parts of this current slump out of it because it's so easy to be a prisoner of the moment, right? Like, I mean, I know 
as they were losing that game to the Pacers in the first half before they turned it around, I was like, uh, is this season just crash and burn at this point? Like, is this, is this lost hope? And then I kind of realized, you know, that's, that's kind of an extreme take based on a, a handful of games. Um, and, you know, but we're all guilty of it, right? Like, we all fall prisoner to the moment. And, uh, and when things aren't going well, you want changes, you want things to be different. And so um, I think it's just a, kind of a tough position for the Grizzlies to be in right now. Well, one of those adjustments, it seems like you could make, Drew, and they, they have at points, but just not consistent, consistently enough, is just force-feeding Jaron. And last night seemed like a perfect opportunity with Nurkic out early, then Jeremy Grant, to continue to feed him the ball. And for whatever reason, they don't go to it. And especially at a time where you're, you're, not hitting, you're not hitting threes, right? And those offensive rebounds with Steven Adams out there, they're limited. I just, why is that not happening? I know, I know some of it, they've, they've talked about, you know, the inability to close out games, missing some practices, but it just seems like basketball 101, when you've got the mismatch in there, as well as Jaron's playing inside the arc, why are they not getting him the ball, Drew? Yeah, I think there's two elements to this. Like one, I do think Portland realized that um, last night, that they, that there was a size disadvantage. So they were trying to front him and basically just keep the ball out of Jaron's hands. Um, the other thing is, like, the Grizzlies still are okay with, and I've seen a lot of this on Twitter, why are you still taking so many threes? Like, why why don't, aren't you going inside? And, like, I get it, but the Grizzlies' offense is entirely built around setting a screen for Jaw at the top and Jaw driving to the basket and either opening up someone else or scoring for himself. And it's harder to do when Steven Adams is not available um, but they're still getting some of the shots that they like to get. They're getting some of the shots that they want to get. Taylor Jenkins talked this season a lot about avoiding the mid-range shots a little bit more, like the floaters and the pull-ups, and getting all the way to the basket or kicking it for that three-point shot. And they've done that. The problem is that the, the three-point shots aren't going in. Um, and so I, I think, you know, it, why isn't Jaron getting the ball? Maybe because it's not part, the first option of their offense. But, but you might be right. Like, maybe they need to change incorporate things. Maybe they that. need to change yes. things. Yes, You're bad in the half court more. as it is, right, Drew? Well, middle of the road, right, at, at best. In the half court as it is with that, with that offense you just talked about, aren't you? Yeah, no, I mean, they haven't been great in the half court at all this season. It's like, and that's the other part of this is now that you don't have Steven Adams, like, you have to run. You don't really have a choice. Like, you have to get out and run. You have to get stops because that's the main way that you're, yeah. you're going to score. And you're right. I mean, maybe they need to find a way to get Jaron the ball more often. The other thing is he's so important defensively, and he fouls on the offensive end so much. I just worry if you go to him too much offensively early in the game, he's going to get in foul trouble in a hurry, and then you're in trouble because now you've lost your, your best defender as well. Um, I think it's just a hard balance there, and maybe they could do a better job of, of finding it. So if the, <clears throat> how much of your view on whether or not the Grizzlies should or should not trade for OG uh, and an OB revolves around the potential price that, that he would carry? Not much, surprisingly. Um, so you would just you would give you would you would give away your your unborn children for him. It sounds like you would just go ahead and you would volunteer them. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Um, everyone's got a stopping point. I'm just saying, like I said this yesterday with Brad, is like every GMs typically when when you're making a trade that involves two, three first round picks and players and stuff, 
Like, not a lot of GMs get to make that trade twice, you know, because you have to have a certain level of longevity to even backpile the first-round picks again to make a trade like that twice. So this is this is would be potentially a defining trade for Zach Kleiman if he were to throw that kind of uh, draft capital at a player, right? Um, but I, I I think you have to ask yourself: Is OG Ananobi the trade that you envisioned for the Grizzlies? Because we've talked about the trade all the time. And as I look at it, like I do really like OG Ananobi, and I do think he's like an immediate upgrade and a very good player. The guy that's still young, he fits the age profile of the team. He's one of the best defenders in the NBA, like right around the same level as Dylan Brooks. He's been a three, better three-point shooter than Dylan Brooks' his entire career. He averaged 17 points in a playoff series last year against Philadelphia. Like he is a very good player with an even higher ceiling that can help you instantly. If you think, because this is like, you're giving up your flexibility. You're, those draft picks are not coming back. You can't just acquire those back very easily. If, but if you think that Ja, Jaron, OG, um, you know, and, and Bain are good enough to win an NBA championship, and I think maybe it, they might be, then I would pull the trigger on that even if it costed me three first-round picks. Like, I would probably just do it because the goal in the end is to get a championship. And if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. But like this, this is your move, though. This is it. This would be the move. This yep. is. I mean, like, and, it, and we're only in, you know, year and, three. And, and Milwaukee and Boston waited to make that move, didn't they, Drew? Didn't they wait till later in the process to make that move? They had to let Giannis, you know, you know fail a couple times in the Eastern heads, Conference Finals, yeah. and then they went and got Drew Holiday. Boston with Brogdon. But you're saying you don't even yeah. you don't want them to have to learn through. You don't want to have to them to take the lessons. Like this is the one for you. Look, I can't say anything with 100% certainty. Like, I know that they would win a championship. But I I just believe that OG Ananobi, if he ends up being a fringe all-star player, like, can that be the piece that the Grizzlies need that instantly makes them better and instantly gives them a chance to win the title? I think so. Like, I think if they had OG Ananobi on the team, that that team could compete for a championship, like, instantly, right away. And so... Maybe that gives you a chance to win it. You don't have to follow the blueprint of all the other teams. Like you bring up a good point with the Milwaukee stuff. Like the Drew Holiday trade is kind of what put them over the edge, right? So, you know, maybe they waited a little bit longer, but they were kind of in the same position as the Grizzlies. They made a trade. It may have been on a different timeline, but the trade worked out. The point is that they made a big trade to go do it once they got close. Like, are the Grizzlies close right now? I would think yes. But I don't know. Maybe the way that this season has gone, uh, you're nervous about giving up some sort of asset like that if the team maybe isn't quite at the level that you once believed that they were earlier in the season. And you're like, okay, even if we make this trade, are we going to be good enough? If you're wondering that, then that's not a trade you should make. But I think that that OG would make the Grizzlies uh, a title contender. I really do. Would that that fifteen sixteen record against conference be reason cause for pause? We were talking about that in the first segment. That that they're as close as as some might think. All right, everybody else in the top ten's got a winning record against the West. Drew, uh, Denver's twenty six and ten against the West. And in the end, those are the teams that you're going to face. Right. So I, I just wonder if if we've if we've accelerated expectations here, and you know, perhaps some of us, perhaps far too soon. 
Yeah, no, that could be the case. Um, but at the same time, this was a team that finished second in the West last season. Very true. And they're still second in the West right now. So it, it's not just the sample size of this year. Like, this is the same core, right? Um, it's a, it has some changes out there on the perimeter players, but not it's, it's not a, a totally different group. And some of these, like, again, some of these West Coast road trips, are just so tough. Like, are the Grizzlies just in a bad shooting slump when they went on a five-game road trip against the West and they lost five games? Did they lose a couple of games? Well, we know this. They lost a couple of games they easily could have won on that five-game road trip because they couldn't close in late-game situations. Um, it's just, to me, I, I just can't really draw sure conclusions, I guess on some of these road trips and some of these struggles, like because teams go through adversity, teams go through stretches where they don't play well. Usually they're not as extended, I guess, as it feels like this Grizzlies struggling stretch has been. Um, But this isn't anything out of the normal. Um, And who knows, like there's still 31 games left in the season. Like there's still a ways to go here. Um, They could easily just get on a roll again and we'll look back at this, you know, us talking here and we'll be like, oh, what were you talking about? They just were having a bad month or whatever. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to throw three scenarios at you, and I want you to just, you know, rank them based on your own opinion in terms of how okay. the trade deadline goes for the Memphis Grizzlies. You ready? Yeah. The Grizzlies trade for OG Ananobi. The Grizzlies right. make a trade for someone not named OG Ananobi. The Grizzlies do nothing. Rank those from most likely to least likely. Uh, most likely would be the Grizzlies do nothing. Number one. Yeah. The next most likely was that they'd make a trade for somebody not named OG. And then OG would probably be third. Because, like, I mean, OG's going to get a lot of attention. He's going to gather a lot of offers. They're indeed going to trade him. So competition is steep there. So I would probably put that last. Yeah, like, I mean, there are other guys out there that I think would, would you know, conceivably help the Grizzlies that that aren't named OG. Like, I don't know. Like, like you don't mind the price tag. I, I am not there on OG in terms of I feel like this guy is the move uh, and this is the time now or never. Like, I feel like that day is not here yet, and so I kind of would be a little bit more comfortable. And this is just me. You know, I might be totally wrong on this. this is, I might be missing the opportunity of a lifetime here. But, like, if you went out and you, and you got a Malik Beasley for a lot less, like, I, I, I still think, okay, I'm comfortable with that. He had some shooting. You had a, clearly a really good team for the majority of this season. Let's, just, let's tweak it as opposed to, like, rework it completely and, and, and see where we are after the season. That's I would be comfortable with that. You know, that's but that's just where I am. And maybe that doesn't move yeah, the no, needle. I think, maybe that doesn't. I think I think that you're probably right there, right? Like I think that, that I would be okay with that too. Like I think that that makes plenty of sense to do as well. Um and maybe yeah, OG would would be a little bit more of a you'd have to construct the rotations and everything. You you'd be changing a lot, right? If you added a player like that. Um and so, yeah, I think that makes plenty of sense to say, well, maybe I'd rather them go and do something a little bit less significant that, you know, gives us still, still makes us better, 
but isn't a big problem. But the thing about trades is every trade is supposed to make you a little uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's just how trades work. And so if you're going for it, like the more you're going for it, the more uncomfortable you're going to be. And so I think at sometimes in these trades, like the biggest risk can often yield the biggest reward. And um, I mean, we'll see who's willing to, to go up on the price tag, but Toronto seems to be in a pretty good spot right now. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, Danny Green saw him go one of four, hit a three to get four rebounds in the ten minutes that he played. Obviously, you're gonna you're gonna hope for better shooting nights from him. And um, but but just in terms of what you saw pregame, the way they talked about him afterwards, uh, feels like they think he can help. Just what do you think of what you saw Danny Green last night? Yeah, I, li- I liked what I saw from Danny Green, particularly defensively. Like, that's what I really wanted to see. Is like, can he move around well enough to play defense? And I thought he did. Um, and so. He's going to be uh, a help, I believe, if he ends up being part of the rotation full-time, which it looks like he probably will. Uh, Just to have a guy that knows where to be um, on the floor and play smart, like that's that's a help because otherwise you're playing a lot of rookies or younger players and, you know, guys that are struggling right now like Zaire. So um, I think that he'll definitely be able to add something to the Grizzlies. I I really do – notice in that locker room how respected he is and he handles everything like a true pro because so last night we're going into the game and you know Danny Green is the talk of the trade deadline too because if they're going to make a trade Danny Green's contract is probably going to be on the way out the door because that's what another team would want to acquire 10 million dollars expiring so you know, we're, we're asking him questions about getting back on the court and all that, and nobody was asking about the trade deadline, and, like, somebody's got to ask it. <laughs> so I asked it, and it's always a little bit uncomfortable. Like, you don't want to ask a guy, like, you know, how do you feel about potentially being on your way out? So I just said, you know, you you have the exchange with Wendy, whatever. How are you just handling all this talk? And, all this? and that's when you can tell he's a true pro because he – He literally went straight to, this is a business, I get it. Grizzlies have been a first-class organization, how they've handled my entire situation from the knee to the media to talking about trade, whatever else. And, like, it's part of the business, and if it happens, it happens, I get it. And, you know, not every player would do that or say that, and that was a true pro moment. And, like, that to me – just shows you why he's so respected by everybody and why the Grizzlies like having him around because he's just a good influence. He's like, he's a true pro that's been there before, knows what it takes to win. And you just hope it kind of rubs off on the rest of the guys. All right. Last thing I saw, and I'm sure you saw this too. um, Guys at the airport last night, wanted to watch the Grizzlies game at the Memphis Grizzlies bar at the, at the Memphis airport. And they didn't have the game. They couldn't get the game. Who is more to blame? Do we blame the NBA and their offerings for how hard it can be at times to access their games? Or do we blame the airport for having the Memphis Grizzlies bar with no Memphis Grizzlies games? Yeah, this is on the airport, I feel like. You know, this is on the airport. You can't have a Grizzlies <laughs> bar and not have the games. Come on, fly Memphis. Like They've done you know, so well. The they've, they've made so many great upgrades. I know. And look, I, I enjoy going to the airport a lot more now than I did before the upgrades. 
But damn, if I ever wanted to watch a Grizzlies game in the airport, I'll have to keep that in mind. I may not even be able to get the game on at the Grizzlies bar. That's tough. That is a tough go. Yeah. And a tough look. Like this, the airport had Petty as their spokesperson. Can you imagine them being like, yeah, uh, you, you do have to listen to Penny Hardaway say, welcome to Memphis International Airport every 15 minutes, but we can't put the Tigers game on TV. Like that just, that's absurd. I'm sorry. The well, airport's so, got to get it figured out. So how do they not have it then? Like, how do they not have that? Because uh, it's available on DirecTV and Xfinity, right? It's not like it's exclusive to you have to have cable. It's just like you can't get it if you have YouTube TV or something. So how is this? What what are the what kind of package they got over there, man? What they got over there at the, at the airport? Well, I don't know Blue the answer Live. to that. I would assume I would assume they have some sort of cable, but apparently they don't. Or this could be you know what this could be this could be somebody that doesn't know how to work it and says that they don't get it because they don't know how to. Work I think it. I think that's yeah, there's, far there's more a, likely. There's a good possibility that's what the case yeah. was, right? Well, like the guy tweeted a p- official petition for the airport to carry them. So I mean, I just again I feel like they've got cable up there. You know, somebody can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, <laughs> I, gotta, I would hope they have cable up there. Anyway, I have the uh, I have the app. I have the standalone uh, Bally Plus app. That's how I watch them. Um, and it's, tw- it's twenty bucks a month. It's a it's a little pain in the ass, but you got to have it. I mean, that's the that's the that's the package. That's the world we live in now, Drew. All right, man. Appreciate the time as Thank always. Thank you, brother. See you guys. Yep. He is Drew Hill covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. Yeah, I think I I don't see a way they don't have cable or or satellite up there, right? Right. I mean, well, then if you 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 talk yourself through this, the woman says, "Well, I can't find it." If if you give me gonna, the damn remote, you're going to help her, right? So now I lean back towards I kind of believe oh. him. Oh, now you that they must that. not carry right because you wouldn't. That just doesn't make sense to me. That just doesn't like they, they own that YouTube TV like you and man, they, they don't stop. have no, that's it they man, don't have no, they own that YouTube TV you can only have six at the airport. six screens at a time on one account so I mean you're gonna be spending the same I mean for it ain't like you're gonna be saving any money on the cable bill bro so and plus it's y'all, the only explanation Memphis Airport making money hand over fist get the get the uh, get the package get the sports package oh I'm sure they're they've called today uh, you think. I, that's a no-brainer. You got to have it at the Grizz Bar. At the Grizz Bar, man. You have to have a way to get ballets. You can't just have the app over there. Yeah, I mean, I also do think it. I, I do think it is a bigger conversation about the offering as well. That it's this difficult. I know your whole blame the NBA thing. Well, and, and blame look, China. The NFL same way. The NFL, you got to have Sunday ticket to watch the majority of the games. Like exactly. I mean, I don't like it. I don't. But that's a, that's going to be changing, is it not? It's just going to YouTube TV. Dang it. You still have to pay for it. I just got off of that. Yeah. You can't. Well, you don't have to pay for YouTube TV to get, say, a ticket. It's its own offering. You just That's how you will access it. You will download that app, and you will access it through. Gotcha. You know, I'm not getting the How soon does that start? It's next this, season. This season? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about it because I have not. I mean, that's what I have. Right. So this will be. Yeah, I got out of there, and it was the Bally's reason. Mm-hmm. But I have both. So I have, you know, I pay whatever I pay for YouTube TV. Whether that's and you like, pay an extra twenty for balance. Mm-hmm. So that probably, probably comes just out to like DTV stream. that comes out to like ninety a month. What you paying for DirecTV? I think it's uh, eighty something. Oh really? Yeah, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean, if it's all the same to you, I'll just keep YouTube TV, man. <laughs> you be out here trying to. Well, I'm just saying, sound like the airport need to upgrade. You like the dude that goes to uh, 
door to door. Y'all want to get that Direct TV? I can sign y'all up right now. Refer a friend, get a hundred dollars. Wait till I get on this AT and T fiber and just blast off from you. I'm about to be in space. I'm ready for it. They came and did our whole neighborhood up. Uh oh. About to upgrade. Uh oh. They... Yeah, I think it's only like fifty five a month too. I'm already paying like forty three. Yeah, that's a blessing. So I'm going from eighty. What is it? Mbps mm-hmm. to three hundred. Give me three hundred soldiers. Is that what? Uh, is that? I'm what gonna be zooming. Is? I'm gonna zoom the show from home. I, my stuff's gonna be so clean. It'll sound better than yeah the show that we're doing right now. Can you imagine going up to three hundred? That's what they say. That's what they advertise. I've mm-hmm. not had that proven to mm-hmm. me. But occasionally we'll have some issues with my internet with the grind season podcast. That will be a thing of the past. There you go. Love it. All right, we'll come back with the rundown. Jeff Cox is going to join us at 125. Talk Grizzlies with him, potential trades, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified. Empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 